You know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. It is time for us, those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith, Golf Magazine Top 100 teacher, uh, ensconced uh, at a mountaintop in Colorado somewhere. I'm at a great club in the Vale Valley called Eagle Springs Golf Club. And let me tell you, every time I open up that door behind me, I get to look at a driving range that looks out over the mountains because in the valley and all I'm doing is looking up everywhere. I'm seeing eagles fly. I'm seeing birds all over the place. I'm watching elk on the golf course. This is crazy stuff out here, man. How much more uh, distance you getting because of the you um, know, it's a- about altitude? 10, it's about 10% is what I'm okay. looking at right now. So, you know, I got a, my eight irons, you know, normally 150 yard carry for me mm-hmm. uh, down sea level, you know, and uh, up here, you know, it, it's carrying about 164, 165, something like that, about 10%. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty cool. pleased with that. Makes me feel yeah. good. Ego's, yeah. Ego's feeling pretty good. I'm busting it out there with the driver. I can imagine. Yeah. You um, you, you hear, you know, I, I don't know. Gas prices are pretty high out there, aren't they? Not any more than where they are where you are. I paid uh, cool. yesterday, um, I think it was like four ninety four. Yeah. Okay. So about the I, same. Paid, I paid four sixty nine today, but that was with my discount for buying overpriced groceries. Um, <laughs> <laughs> isn't it I have, nice to know that they've given you a break on the gas? I, I know. Is they it got you on the overpriced groceries? <laughs> I, I, uh, I have heard, however, that the um, the economy is getting so bad that a lot of CEOs are playing miniature golf now instead of. <laughs> That's good. So, That's good. I also, like that. Speaking of which, we got a, a, a post on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. It's, it's funny. It's a setup. It's not, it's not meant to be taken seriously, but it's a, I won't mention any names, but it is a PGA member and a, a professional miniature golf guy uh, arguing about putting and who's better on the green. It's just funny. Check it out. Facebook.com slash golf guys. We are going to talk about, Man, I'm going to do a whole hour of saying the word practice. You are. You did this on purpose, didn't you? I did. Here's the fun (laughs) part about that, John. All right, everybody. John wanted to say, hey, what do we want to talk about today? And I said, Allen Iverson. (laughs) The whole hour practice. We don't need no stinking practice, but we need to know how to do it right. And that's what we're going to talk about. Because practice don't mean nothing if you don't do it right. Hang out. We are those weekend golf guys, and we will be right back. You know, by now, you've probably heard all about cryptocurrencies. You might even already be investing in them. But did you know that you can invest in cryptocurrencies through your retirement account? That's right. With iTrust Capital, you can buy and sell cryptocurrencies from a crypto IRA and get all the same tax advantages as a traditional IRA. And unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. The iTrust Capital platform is easy to use, and it takes only a few minutes to create your account. Setting up an IRA is free, and iTrust has no account opening fees and no monthly fees. 
It's time to start taking control of your financial future. With iTrust Capital, you can get all the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Sign up today and receive a $100 funding bonus when you open and fund an account. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital, Inc. does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal, investment, or tax professional. Okay, so we warned you that this is going to be our practice. Now, practice makes perfect, they say. Um, You can't get better if you don't practice. You may never be perfect, especially at the game of golf, no matter how much you practice. I'll tell you what, there's so many people out there that I see that they just run off to the range and get a big bucket of balls and slash away, and then they act like that's actual practice. Mm. But in no other sport... Would you just go and do a thing for a few minutes and think that that's good? A quarterback in football, his practice is a lot more diligent and thorough of not just mechanical movements, but the the throwing to the right spot at the right time. There's so many different aspects and elements of their practice that golfers don't quite pick up on. Mm-hmm. Golfers just the random golfer just rolls into the range going, give me a large bucket of balls. <laughs> and they'll get out there and 40% of those, 50% of those will be with the driver because they just want to bash it. Okay, that's fun, mm-hmm. right? Don't call that practice. Call it exercise. Call it fun. Whatever it is, don't call that practice. Yeah, call it warming up because that's basically how it is. Something, right? Yeah. Call it exercise because you're doing something. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Right. So, you know, let's let's be honest with ourselves about what's real here. If you're going to practice, you're going to be decision making about decisive about what it is that you're doing. Why did I come? Was was my purpose in showing up to hit 50 quality wedge shots around the greens or was it just to go, oh, well, I got an hour. I'll go do something. Mm-hmm. And um it's a matter of first your, your purpose in saying, I want to get better. I want to get better at this. I need to go work on my X part of my game, whatever that is. Right. I want to be a better putter. Okay. Well then let's go find out. I need to practice it. Are you sure what you know, what to practice? Mm-hmm. Cause people will generalize and they'll lie to themselves about what kind of putts they're good at what kind of putts they're bad at. And they'll just go, okay, I just spent 20 minutes on my putting. Therefore I should be a better putter. Mm-hmm. And they get to the golf course and they're not a better putter. And they go, well, that was a waste of 20 minutes. Right. You know, I'm going to have to jump in here and say something, man, that um, as you, as you always say, you know, practice with purpose as yes. you're, you're beginning to explain here now, but again, not only with the purpose of, of getting better at a specific task, but before you can practice that task to get better, you have to know where you are lacking and what to do in order to improve. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. So right? you really so, can't go off half cocked. You have to go to an instructor and say, okay, this is what I'm doing. How do I do it better? Yeah. And, you know, the funny part about all of that, John, as you well know, is that people think they should go practice in order to get good enough to go take a lesson. 
Yeah, exactly. You've said it yourself yeah, numerous no, times. The, I'm not good the, enough to go see a teacher. For the same reason you, you want to get in shape before you go join a gym. Exactly. Yeah. You're embarrassed to go there, but yet they're the people that need the most help. And yet they're the ones that are embarrassed to show up. And you're like, wait a second. This is backwards, folks. Mm-hmm. Go figure mm-hmm. out what the real issue is. And when you figure out what the real issue is, then you can address it and do it the right way and then learn what's a great way to practice it. And then all of a sudden you got better at it as opposed to, yeah, I'm going to head to the golf course today. I got a half an hour, 45 minutes. I'm going to go practice and get better. Mm. Are you really? <laughs> Are you sure? We want you to be better uh-huh. without a doubt. Indeed. Man, you better be sure, right? Yeah. Yeah, we want that to happen. Yeah, but again, like like you said, we, we talked about um, Potica a couple of weeks ago. Unless you know what your point is, and you had the five things about, you know, aiming and and knowing that your club face is square to the target and all that. If you don't know where you're screwing up, you don't know how to fix it. Yeah, that's Or you don't know what to fix. And then you have to learn how to fix. You're you're so right in that you don't know what to fix. You've got no clue as to what it is that you're really trying to fix. And you're you're a little bit at an at a place where you go, okay, I I think I know what to do. I don't really know what to do. Maybe this isn't the problem. Go find out. Mm -hmm. Right. So, for example, folks, if you've got to go and you're going to work on your game, let's say, let's call it chipping and pitching for right now. Go spend time and then all of a sudden just think about how many quality strikes you can have in the time that you're there. Because then you're talking about quantity versus quality. If you go to quality and say, I want a quality strike, I want my clean contact on the club to the golf ball, because then I can kind of predict what it is. Then you can develop feel. How hard did I hit this one? How hard did I hit that last one? If you have the feel for it, you're really good. But if you don't have the feel for it, well, maybe it's because you didn't make good contact. Yeah. But if you keep making good contact, man, the feel thing shows up real fast. Real fast. It's awful. Amen, good. brother. <laughs> yeah. But if the feel thing never gets a chance to show up, you're doomed, right? You're, yeah. you're struggling. Yeah. That's just it. Yeah. So yeah. let's think about strike quality, one through five level, John, where one is awful, terrible, right? It just stinks. And five is the greatest cleanest shot that you can hit like it was pure and it instantly gave you that feel of yeah that was I can do this yeah right and then three is somewhere like halfway between that where it's okay you know two's lousy and mm-hmm. four's good right but if you did that now all of a sudden you can kind of rank your own self in terms of your strike quality in practice So no matter what shot you're hitting, now all of a sudden you can work on the quality of that strike. Right. Now you can be better because the quality of your strike just made the contact better and the spin better and the feel better, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. It's just, it is that way. Yeah. And that that comes from doing, not 
it, not taking four balls and, and doing it onto the, you know, to practice green at the golf course 10 minutes before your tee time. Like I've seen so many people do. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, you know, when you show up a little bit before your tee time and you go through the motions, you hit a few of these, you hit a few of those, you hit a few of them, you walk away and you hit a few pots and then you, you know, you go and you grab yourself a, a drink and a hot dog and then you get to the tee with your buddies and you're talking on the cell phone and in practice, brother. No, that is spending time getting ready to play. Yeah. Yeah. Keep the mustard off your shirt, John. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I always eat my hot dogs plain, man. <laughs> yeah. No chance, non chance of making a mess on the shirt at that point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. But, uh, but that's, I mean, especially the recreational golfer, you, you have to kind of delineate what's important to you because I'm going to, I'm just going to go out on the limb and say for the, for, for the average recreational golfer, there is no one aspect of the game that they're really good at. I think they're, that's true for many, right? They're, yeah. they're fair to Midland to a lot of things. Yeah. By the way, I want to congratulate you. You threw out the word delineate. That's an SAT word. I, so, oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice work. Yeah, thanks. I got an 800 on the English SAT. So. How about you, huh? Oh, no, man. Jump that's on great. Back. How about that? Those weekend golf guys throwing out some good stuff today, right? That's right. It's not even about golf right now. We're talking delineation. Oh, and, and, and as my yeah. mother once said, 800 on his SATs and what's he doing? Wasting his life on the radio. Yeah. So there you go, you know. Uh, <laughs> but no, but basically you have to you have to create a hierarchy. Another guy, great word you can write down. A uh, hierarchy of what's important to you to get better first. You know, do you do you want to have your putting be better first? Do you want to have your short game, your your chipping and wedges? Do you want to have middle irons, your your driver? You have to figure out what's going to help you the most, and that's what you have to work on first and foremost and most ardently. All right, and maybe get a lesson or two or twelve, and um, go on. So, how to practice? Yeah, we're going to get into great detail, the nitty and the gritty. When we come back, we are those weekend golf guys. Don't you move. Yeah, you know, I do all the cooking in uh, in my house, and it's usually pretty basic. So you can imagine my wife's surprise when I said the other night, Hey, hon, what would you like to have for dinner? Would you like a, uh, a shredded beef tamale bowl, or would you like maybe some uh, some vodka chicken with pasta? And she said, You can make that? And I said, It will be delicious. Notice how I so smoothly sidestepped the question. I wasn't going to tell her I wasn't going to cook it. I was just going to put it in the microwave because they are Factor chef-prepared meals. Yeah, Factor makes it easy for me to eat clean 24-7 with fresh, never-frozen prepared meals that are so delicious, well, you wouldn't believe they're actually good for you. Now, this is kind of confusing, so listen. Head to gogofactor75.com slash golfguys120. Then use the code golfguys120 to get $120 off. That's code golfguys120 at gofactor75.com slash golfguys120 for $120 off. And thanks for hanging. We are those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton in the studio. He's Jeff Smith. He's out in Colorado, Eagle Springs Golf Club. Eagles are flying around, and the air is thin, and uh, he's at the high altitude. And 
You're basic Rocky Mountain High, man. I can tell you for for a fact that it's impressive to watch a bald eagle every day swooping around all over your driving range, chasing mice and all kinds of things. Yeah. It's really cool. I can imagine. One might even say it's awesome. One might. So um, let's think a couple well, of before things. before you get in there, I got a question I want to ask you. Yeah. Um, how much of being able to play this game well is determined by hard work and practice, desire, or innate ability? Oh, it's most definitely the work and practice. You know, I, I talk to people all the time. There's I've had oh a lot of students with talent but they didn't work very hard yeah, and they didn't achieve their goals. Right. And everybody went, wow, what happened to that person? Why didn't, why didn't they get better? What was wrong with them, Jeff? What couldn't you help them? I'm like, no, 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 no. You got to understand. There are people in the world out there that just don't want to work as hard as they need to. And there are other people who are willing to outwork those folks and the people who do the hardest work and the most put the most time and effort and energy into it. Right. They're the ones that get better. Yeah. Those are the ones. Telling you about this is it. Just because because a lot of people don't practice because deep down inside they don't believe they will ever achieve the level to which they want to get. And that is possibly true. Sad, but true in some cases. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I see so many things, talented people, lots of talented folks. And um, if they have the time and they have the desire they can really get to where they want to go. But a lot of people have unrealistic expectations Mm -hmm. and never get there because they won't practice to the level of their desire. Mm -hmm. So what I do is, is I, I tell people and I give, I I give them practice training programs where, you know, on a Monday you're going to come in and put this amount of time. So they, they give me the time frames that they can put it in. And I create a practice plan for them based upon their needs, based upon their desire, what it is. And then I give it to them and say, all right, Monday, you're going to put in 20 minutes and you're going to hit this amount of putts from this length in that 20 minutes time. And then you're going to go get it up, go get it up and down 25 times. And then you're going to go hit pitch shots for 30 minutes. And they're going to be from this lie. They're going to be from that lie. They're going to be from the bunker lie, this bunker lie, that bunker lie, the other bunker lie. As soon as you start laying it all out to them, about how to practice and create a plan for them to create different shots. I know who's who right away. Yeah. The I know who the pretenders looks like real work. fast. <laughs> I know who's yeah. going to want to do it. And I know who's not going to want to do it. And yeah. it becomes fairly obvious very quickly. Cause I know you and I had a discussion a couple of years ago. I asked you if you could help anyone become a scratch golfer. And you said, yes, if, uh, huh. They're willing to do the work. That's right. That's the big if, right? Everybody's got an if, you know, and here's the big deal about that, right? The big deal is if the player themselves commits and sacrifices to the level that they say that they want to succeed in, I'll know it very quickly, mm-hmm. very quickly. There's it's, it's painfully obvious to me that, um, the players who tell me one thing aren't willing to do it because they don't know what it really takes until you put it on paper. And then they go, 
Oh, maybe I don't want it like that. Wait, I'm busy that day. Wait a minute. I should be better than this. I shouldn't have to go through that. Really? But I want to be great. I want to be, I want to be a division one college golfer. I want to be win the men's club championship. I want to win the senior division net, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. So here's your deficiencies. Here's your things that are most likely going to happen to you on the golf course based on these deficiencies. Why don't we go get rid of the deficiencies and let's also work on the things you're going to have to do to save yourself on the golf course. So your scores can be better and you can be happier. And they look at me like, okay, that sounds good. What does that entail? (laughs) And until it entails something that they're willing to put up with and willing to do, then they're willing, you know, then that's it. But up until that point when they're like, no, I'm not willing to do that. I know exactly who they are now. Yeah. And I mean, you don't, I don't want to call them pretenders. Look, life gets in the way, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody has a situation where they say, okay, I can do this or I can do that. And something gets in the way. Anything gets in the way. You just don't know what it's going to be and when it's going to be. there. Not a, not a player in the world out there knows for sure. Everything about what's going to be, working for them at all. Nobody really knows until it happens. They all have these great desires to do stuff Mm -hmm. and then it doesn't work and they're upset and you're like, okay, so go back, look in the mirror and say, tell you, tell me about your practice. Tell me what, what you sacrificed. Did you skip out on going out to this movie? So you could put in two hours more on this piece of your game or that piece of your game. Does it really have that much value to you? Or to just say, yeah, I want to go do everything I want to go do, um, but I also want to be better. Dang it. I thought you could make me better. I can, but I can't make you practice. Right. Only you can make you practice. I mean, I've known guys who have, you know, of course, they they had great jobs. They, they were able to leave the office whenever they wanted to. They didn't have to punch a clock. They didn't answer anybody. And they lived in a community close to a, a golf club that they belonged to. Right, so they had everything going for them, but they they come home from work every night and spend an hour at the club just practicing something. You know, and they they got better at something. Mm-hmm. And not everybody was willing to do those things. No, not everybody can. That's what I mean. They, yeah. they get there and they go, okay, what am I have to practice? I got so many things that I have to go do. I'm not willing to give up the things I have to go do just for this kind of thing. Right. But there's some things that people can do. And you say, okay, give me your, tell me about your life. If you really say you want to get better and you want to get this working better, that working better, the other thing working better, give me where you are in your world. And maybe I can give you things that you can do to get better when you're in your office. Good idea. Right? Yeah. You see a bunch of guys, there's a putter in their office or something, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, maybe it's, just learning to, to feel something in their backswing or their takeaway or their setup where their grips on the club or anything, all those things can be done without hitting a golf ball. Yep. And that yet their practice. You know, the guys you see in the, in the guys you see in the uh, aisles at the grocery store shopping with their wives who the wives are looking at comparing prices and he's standing behind there pretending to swing the golf club. You oh, know? I know. It's hilarious. <laughs> those guys are everywhere, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny to watch too. Yeah. It yeah. really is. It's funny to watch. Do you ever, do you ever uh, 
correct them if you see them doing it wrong. Like, no, excuse me, sir, but uh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to do that. No. Um, I want to be, you know, if I'm actually in the grocery store, I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> right? I'm not. <laughs> I'm I want to get in and out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hungry, man. That's really what's going on there. So I look at things for what they really are. I want to yeah. make sure that if I'm in the grocery store, I'm hungry. I'm looking at that. I think it's important that I have that. So I'm going to do that. And then yeah. I'm not going to help anybody with their fake golf swing at all. Not doing it. Let me, let me also explain. Jeff, Jeff has a benefit that a lot of us don't have. Jeff, Jeff is married to a champion collegiate golfer who understands yep. how important it is to get good and to practice. But for, I'd say 98.37% of the male golfers in the world, you go home and tell your wife, I can't do this right now because I've got to go practice. Oh yeah. For that's an hour. They're going to go, oh, yeah, well, that's, that's important. Yeah. Come on, man. I mean, that's like, you're not getting away with that. No, no, you're no not. No way are you getting away with that. Right. I'm going to say, Hey, look, um, let's see, cut the grass, uh, pay the bills, or I'm going to go to the golf course, honey. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's working. I don't think so. You know, I don't know what you're talking about there, but uh, nope is the answer. There's a comedian. Close. There's a comedian down in Nashville I love who, who does a routine on he has to try to discern what his wife is asking, what, what his wife wants him to do by the questions she's asking him. He said <laughs> when, when, they, when they first got married, he was walking through the living room carrying his golf clubs. To where she asked, where are you going? <laughs> and he said, obviously not to the golf course. I'm just going to go run out and put these in the car and then, um, I don't know, do the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a lot you know, funnier when he does it, but yeah. But tone. Yeah, exactly. Tells you everything. Right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Tone of voice. What is this? Right. But let's get back to the practicing thing, John. Let's just say that I wanted to make a practice plan for you. Uh oh. All right. The first question I want to know is how much time are you willing to give to yourself to make yourself happy as opposed to make yourself frustrated on the golf course? Well, what time are you willing to put into this? Let me preface it by saying, and we can go into it uh, more in depth when we come back after the break that's coming up, but let me just preface it by saying I have one of those wives who if I were to say, I'm going to go to the golf course to practice, she'd go, oh, yeah, that's important. Let's put that at the top of the list. Uh, yeah. So so my practice time has to be either before or after a round of golf because I can't go to a golf course just to practice. You know Why? what I'm saying? Why can you not do that? Because there's other stuff in life that needs to be done. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay, so having said that. So you work at one. You can go anytime. Let's let's take a quick break and come right back. Uh, right. And, and we'll, right. we'll talk about wives in general. We are those weekend golf guys. Hang with us. 
If you still haven't gotten a golf trip on the calendar this year, there is still time to make it happen at French Lick Resort. This is the only place you can play courses by Pete Dye and Donald Ross together at the same property. You can play both championship courses through October 31st when you book the Hall of Fame package. Golf season lasts well into the fall in southern Indiana. Go to FrenchLick.com to start planning. Again, that's FrenchLick.com. Must be 21 to enter casino. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Generic Sildenafil allows you to save up to $650 on Viagra. Why pay name brand prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get the same results for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 50 generic Sildenafil pills for just $99. Call 800-705-1451. That's 800-705-1451. 1451 Again, 800-705-4051. And we are back. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith, Golf Magazine Top 100 Teacher, hanging out at Eagle Springs. Eagle Springs. Eagle Springs Golf Club. Yes, that's right. Not a country club. It's no. a golf club. Golf club. No yeah. dinner, no tennis courts, no pool. Right? No bummer, man. No wedding receptions. No big dining hall, no Easter brunch, no Mother's Day brunch. This is golf, baby. Oh, okay. We're all here for some golf. Yeah, we got a little <laughs> food for you, right? We got a we got a small kitchen. It's really nice food, but you know what? We're not serving ten course meals here, brother. Uh uh-uh. uh yeah. Here's your menu. <laughs> sure. yeah. Yeah, Everything on the menu is great. We got a handful of them. Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> pick one and move along. Yeah. Um, so again, we're we're talking and and what what we have surmised about practice so far is this that everybody has to do it most of us hate doing it or won't do it or or try to tell us we can't do it or whatever look for excuses um but how how do you in your own head decide what it is you need to practice i mean would you suggest i i would imagine you would suggest that you practice the elements that are going to save you the most strokes first or Yes, or the elements that cause you the most frustration. Okay. Like, for example, John, let's say that you get hot under the collar, irritated, so to speak, Mm -hmm. every time your ball curves more than 15 yards in the air. But yet, what if it's rarely out of play and it curves 16 yards, right? You can Uh still play. Uh-huh. You haven't hurt your score badly, so it's not negatively affecting your day outside right. of your attitude. Right. Go solve that problem so that you're happier on the golf course. Because let's just say that when John's grumpy, <laughs> nobody else is happy. <laughs> right. So let's say it works that way. Uh-huh. So let's say John likes to keep his golf buddies. Uh-huh. Instead of making the phone calls around the horn going, hey, come on, I got a tea time. Let's go. And they're like, nah, I, uh, no, we already got three, John. Thanks. <laughs> right? So sometimes the things to practice are the things that save you the most strokes. And sometimes the things to practice are the things that save you the most frustration. Okay. See, a lot of times are the things that save you the most frustration. You can also combat by just drinking more. True, but then you're still irritated and now you're belligerent, (laughs) which means 
Hopefully you bought the same number of drinks for the three playing partners or you don't get to have those playing partners again. And you haven't thrown anything at anyone. That's right. <laughs> right. So here's a, a simple thought for you. John, earlier I asked you, kind of pestered you, poked at you a little bit, so to speak, as we know to do on this show. Mm-hmm. You have a certain amount of time for golf is what you're saying. Yes. And I'm not going to go to the golf course just to practice. Right. Okay. So how about this, John? Play nine and practice for two hours. You're gone the same amount of time, Mm -hmm. but you just got better at stuff. And then you're not as frustrated. Yeah. That was the point I was getting to. Is it, is it, you need to have, have an alternative routine that, um, that can do that. And the other thing that, to is, is go to the golf course during a, a, a slow time and practice while you're playing. Don't play for you know, score, play for improvement. Right. And this is one of the things that I take my students out to the golf course for a certain specific reason. Like today, I had two golf lessons that were on the golf course, mm-hmm. golf lessons. And what I learned was that the guy that I was with on the first one, he's the king of the driving range. Okay. You get him on a tight hole, and all of a sudden, the crown mm-hmm. got a little bit of oxidation <laughs> on it. Uh-huh. It starts to look a little, a little rusty there. Yeah. Yeah. It's not quite the same thing, right? So what I found out was, how does he set up? What does he think? Because on the driving range, there's no score. And on the driving range, there's no trouble. Yeah. No boundaries, no trees. So we're learning more about the player and the player learns about himself. So the simple thing is you got to say, okay, what is this shot? What is this? How do I deal with this? What's going on? And then practice being in that scenario. Mm -hmm. Right. So let's say John that I I say, all right, we're going to the golf course. We got four hours wife. I'll be home in four and a half hours. Everything's great. See you. Bye. Mm Mm-hmm. You just got four hours. You've decided that all those were going to be spent hitting, let's say, 80 to 85 shots in that amount of time. Mm -hmm. I might spend the same four hours. I might hit 400 because I showed up. Instead of taking the four hours to play, I might hit 100 balls an hour in different scenarios. Mm -hmm. Who got better? (laughs) (laughs) well you started out better so there (laughs) yeah but because i kept making that same decision right right is that there's only so much time for golf we -hmm. both have that we both have a finite amount of time for golf Mm -hmm. you choose to spend all of it on the golf course hitting fewer shots than i will hit So my strike quality becomes better and then you get bent and then my flight quality gets better and you get bent. Your cart riding time is enhanced and I don't care, (laughs) right? Your beer drinking time is enhanced and I don't care. Mm -hmm. We all do some sort of sacrifice of something. Right. So what I'm saying to you, John, maybe you can split the difference. Because I know you're not going to do what I will do. If we both had the same amount of time, 
I'll go and I'll work on the quality of my strike. I'll work on the putts. I'll work on every piece of my game in four hours time. And you'll go to the golf course and play. Mm-hmm. And then, but the next time we both go to the golf course in the next four hour time frame, I improved myself more than you improved yourself. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> maybe. I think so. But that's what I'm saying to you, John. Why not? Why not go a little extra and say, okay, I will take half of the time off the golf course and put more of that into practice. So I'll take two hours off in the time frame that I've got four. I'm going to take two from the golf course and give two to me improving the quality of my chip, the quality of my pitch, the quality of my putts, the distance control on my legs, the making the five footers and the quality of my drivers. Could you imagine what the next round of golf could look like if those things are better? Explain in more detail what the scenario is for you to do that, because that, that kind of surmises a, um, uh, a non-busy facility where oh, I don't know. I you're mean, not being pushed or pulled. I'm talking about only playing nine and then going to the practice facility for the other. Oh, you're not talking about practicing on the course. Okay. No. All right. No. I misunderstood you. Yeah. Now we'll talk about what am I doing on the golf course. Okay. All right. Am I playing for score or am I playing for improvement? If I'm playing for improvement, I still have to keep up with the group in front of me. Sure. Right? Whoever that is. Mm-hmm. Or I can find the time, like you had previously mentioned, that I can go and find the spot and say, okay, I'm going to go practice this shot, that shot, the other shot on the golf course because nobody else is around. Right. But let's say the golf course is busy because that's what they are right now. They're busy. Yeah, they are. So you got to keep up. So maybe you've got one guy and he's hitting two or three shots, but he's keeping up with the group in front. Mm-hmm. Then the group behind can't raise a bunch of hell no. about it. No. So you throw balls down in different scenarios. Sometimes you don't tee off on every hole. Sometimes you do. Sometimes right. you hit two shots on every on tee shots and go pick both of them up and then move up to the green and hit two pitch shots. Mm-hmm. Right? But whatever it is, you keep up with the group in front of you. Or they shoot you. Yeah. As well. They or should. call you bad names and, you know, yeah. spray, spray uh, foam on your car or something like that. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Right? Come charge you for hot dogs. <laughs> come back to the parking lot to find your tires all flat. But um, that's, I mean, that, and that, that goes back though to what you were saying, because I kind of extrapolated what, what you were saying about the king of the range and, and playing on the course. Um, because even if you know what you're working on, you still don't have the restrictions at a driving range or a practice area that you have on the course itself. You don't you don't have the the dog leg. You don't have the the hazards. You don't have that stuff that right. you have to navigate around or through or over or whatever. Right. You don't. So this is why I always encourage the practicing of the quality of the strike. So that way, when you get so good at that, then when you go out to the golf course to practice, you actually can control what you're trying to control. Okay. 
But if you go to the golf course first and go, okay, I got to practice this scenario. Sure you do. I'm not denying that a bit. I'm just saying be a better ball striker by the time you show up. Okay. Right. So work on the ball striking first and then the I rest would. will fall in line. Yeah. Well, look, let's just talk well, that about makes perfect the, sense, man. If, if you're a good ball striker, then you're a happy guy about how you, with the feel that you had, you have control over your flight better because mm-hmm. you struck it better. Right. And then when you take that to the scenario of the golf course, either in practice mode or in play mode, you can now trust what's about to happen because you're a good striker of the golf ball. Yeah. As opposed to, I want to go practice on that shot on the golf course, no matter what. So I'm going to go to the golf course and practice that first. Well, if you do that, that doesn't guarantee the fact that you will be a good striker of the golf ball enough to actually have it come out how you want it to come out anyway. And Mm -hmm. then what is the effectiveness of that practice? It just means that you saw yourself screw it up in that situation yet another time. Yeah. Yeah, you learned another way not to do it. Yes. Which, I mean, you know. Quite true. You can always cross off your list. (laughs) (laughs) Like Edison said, when he failed 99 times, he didn't fail. He just learned 99 ways not to make a light bulb. So, you know. Very true. There you go. go. So that's, I guess, one way of looking at it. So anyhow, so the the idea is to, um, is, is to, to practice either what will save you the most strokes or save you the most frustration, keep you the happiest on the golf course. It's tough to keep people happy on the golf course, but I can guarantee you that nobody's unhappy on the golf course with their game if they strike the ball well. Yeah. Look, people come to me all the time to make them better. And every time it's a golf swinging type lesson, it's always under the same three categories, John. They either want to hit it farther they want it to control their flight or mm-hmm. they want it to feel good. Mm-hmm. One of those three categories is what, I've, is what I'm looking at all the time. Yeah. Center face contact accomplishes all three of those. Yes, it does. Yep. Quite succinctly. Yeah, it isn't too bad, is it? And uh, not too shabby at all. Right. And you can always manage that practice with Jeff's little hit a dime drill or a penny yeah. if you're too cheap to use time. <laughs> Well, it's it's the fact that I'm aware that um, pennies are most definitely softer than the face of your club. Uh, that's true, too. Yes, they are. Yeah. So you now, do no damage. I, I am too cheap to test that out on dimes. <laughs> <laughs> but since yeah. I know it with pennies, what would be the point of wrecking a good uh, Yeah, just, just stick with it. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, man. You know, right. don't fix it. All right. So hopefully uh, you've, you've uh, gotten psyched to practice you know play nine and practice for two hours there you go that's a great compromise we've got more yes we do and we will be right back if you're like me you've been hearing a lot about burials and cremation lately it's kind of a sad thought but thousands of these poor souls have to be stored in these big refrigerator trucks waiting sometimes weeks before they can be put to rest and then, and then the average funeral cost is over ten grand. I don't have that kind of money just lying around. Do you? Everyone has the right to die with dignity, and an affordable burial policy can be had for as little as a dollar a day. Call Final Expense Network for a free quote. They shop for affordable rates from brand name companies, folks you've heard of. One call and you get coverage to finish well. You can even name your church as a beneficiary. Come on, you have loved ones. Don't leave them at the last hour of their need. Call now. 
589-0470. That's the Final Expense Network at 800-589-0470. Finish well. Make a quick call to 800-589-0470. 800-589-0470. Have current events affected the ability for you to pay your bills? Has your credit card debt overwhelmed you? Has your income decreased because you're working less or have you lost your job? Credit Card of America may be able to help you find a solution to this problem. We offer a free no-obligation consultation to learn how you can cut your payments by up to half and potentially lower your interest down to zero. Credit Card of America is an A-plus rated nonprofit company that will work on your behalf. Credit Card of America is licensed in all 50 states and has counseled over 1 million consumers struggling with debt just like you. Let us help you analyze and prioritize your debt. Negotiate with your creditors to reduce interest and payments. Set up one affordable monthly payment and provide ongoing education and support. Call now for a free no-obligation consultation and learn how you can become debt-free. Call 800-672-6925. That's 800-672-6925. 800-672-6925. And it is us for a few moments yet together this morning. We are still giving away golf balls. We are giving away a year's supply, hopefully. Maybe even more than that if you practice well. 12 dozen Encore golf balls. Good ball. Expensive. 40 bucks a dozen. We're giving you 12 dozen. One winner. So there you go. Just go to uh, Weekend Golf Guys, thoseweekendgolfguys.com. You can register to win there. You can go to facebook.com slash golfguys and register to win there. You can go on our Facebook uh, group, the League of Extraordinarily Average Golfers, who are all getting better because they've just learned how to practice, um, and enter there. Or um, where else? Oh, Back Nine Advisory Board on Facebook. You can can enter there, too. So uh, another, uh, another couple of weeks. Of, uh, of entries and then um, we'll let you uh, somebody going to win them maybe we should have you know I just find out how much how much shipping is on a dozen golf balls because these suckers are heavy maybe we'll have them come here and pick them up you think we that's a good here? idea <laughs> you come you pick know, them up we'll get, we'll get you a free lesson with Jeff <laughs> yeah, that's a good one give away that virtual lesson right I'll do those yeah. live thing yeah, definitely. You know, wherever you are all over the world, right? We got people listening to the show all over the place, right? We do. Just get yourself your cell phone out, your tripod out, and we'll do a little Zoom meeting, and bam, here we go, baby. That's right. And you'll have something to practice. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. I'll give all you right. something. Yeah, I'm sure you will. <laughs> it won't be just, you know, it won't be just mustache trimming. It won't be that. No, it'll be, you know, something that helps your golf game. Yeah. It'll be fantastic, too. It will be fantastic because he does help your golf game. Um, you know, he may embarrass the hell out of you from doing it, but it will it will eventually work out to well, where uh, you know, you're happier. not that bad. <laughs> it depends on depends how much on he how likes you. Depends on embarrassed you really are. I think that's what <laughs> he's, he's the basic, I'm not laughing at you, I'm laughing next to you. So, that's right. There you go. <laughs> I'm laughing with you, so start laughing. That's it. You're going to be bad. All right, man. So once again, uh, check us out all over the place. Um, if you, if you uh, miss any of the uh, radio show, you can always catch us at thoseweekendgolfguys.com. We archive everything there. You can catch us in the podcast version anywhere. Podcasts are available. And um, uh, let's see, where else are we? We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash golfguys. Instagram, I'm John dot the golf guy. He's Jeff Smith Golf Instruction. 
And uh, that's yes, I am. That's what that's I about all we are. Right. So practice. All right. Figure out what you want to practice. Figure out how to practice. Go practice, and then you can play some better golf. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs>